So this morning I went to lift. I came back. I took a nap. I woke up from my nap. My balls and my nutsack were exploded. Good afternoon. My name's Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. Joining me in studio today, it's Dylan Shivery. If you're in your 20s, mm-hmm. your balls haven't exploded from lifting heavy weight, uh, maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I lifting enough weight? Because you're probably not. I think, uh, I think my entire scene downstairs exploded. I lifted so much to this morning, yeah. Your whole scene? Just everything down there. I'm a Ken doll right now. Really? Yeah, it was, it was squad day. Big boy weight season. I was lucky enough to get a rack, and uh, let's just say I threw on the 45s. One plate each side. Wow. I was going for reps, not <laughs> necessarily you? power. How low did you go? Just ass to grass, my dude. Damn. Okay. Joining us from Wisconsin, a yeah. guy who knows a little something about ass and grass, it's KJ. I'd like to begin today by acknowledging my, uh, I don't know, some would say snide, some would say uh, tongue-in-cheek, maybe facetious comments regarding impending weather in North Texas, having woken up today to see that uh, the majority of the DFW area's high schools and school districts are closed today, tomorrow, some on Wednesday, as they are facing seasonal amounts of Frozen rain. I implore all listeners in those areas to be vigilant, to stay safe at home, stay off the roads, let the first responders take care of those roads over the next 72 hours or so, however long it takes for them to, you know, really get ahead of things. And uh, we'll go from there. Cocky cocky northern guy chiming in. Just just a real know-it-all. I got a text from the Austin Independent School District about an hour ago Uh-oh. saying that all after-school activities, like Parks is in after-school care at the school, uh, yeah. it's been canceled because <clears throat> it is 36 lot, degrees here Abbott. right now. Oh, weather-related, weather not related. budget cuts. 36 <laughs> degrees. Uh, school and tomorrow, uh, who knows if school is going to start on time. It probably will not, knowing how this city handles cold weather well at least it's an opportunity for parks to play pond hockey for the first time i don't know (laughs) if that's in play again it's 36 degrees you know i've i've just (laughs) written it off i will never play pond hockey you don't think it's gonna happen it's not no i think the ship sailed um and it was i didn't have many ops you know when i was younger when i was actually playing hockey and i'm just not around too many frozen ponds these days no not too many frozen I'm glad, in these parts. I'm glad you mentioned that. As of about 45 minutes ago, I RSVP'd to my very first Frozen Lake skating event next week. So it'll happen after we talk next week. So uh, I'll try to get some pictures, vids, and whatnot. Uh, we can discuss it after the Super Bowl. But your boy will be on skates thanks to uh, the Parks Mall in Arlington for making sure that is a skill that I am uh, that I do have. Know all about it. Yeah, the if, ship, uh, for me, it's tough because I know that I'm more likely to have my uh, assets frozen from a Ponzi scheme than uh, play hockey on a frozen pond. 
You know what I'm saying, KJ? Yeah, that's uh, the event is actually titled Frozen Assets. It's a big Madison thing each year, but I love it. Look at yeah. that. Nail in the head. Shady business that I'm unaware of, Dave. <laughs> I, I got bad news. You're a part of it. Whether you know it or not, your names are on the documents. I'm, I'm going to get screwed in this. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the pyramid. You are, yes. Yeah, okay. You're holding the bag. You're the guy holding the bag. the power the bag. bottom. The pot. <laughs> Damn. Hey, uh, you're probably wondering what that audio was that we kicked off with. Um, that's, of course, you guys are big Clemson basketball fans. That's Brevin Galloway, uh, I guess, oh, post-op. They did the cool thing where they put the camera right in his uh, – face when he wakes up from surgery and he's just explaining to the folks at home how his uh, downstairs region exploded during a weightlifting sesh well not during he said he went home and took a nap and woke up to exploded balls yeah i i guess uh it's the lingering effects from a from a good lactic acid pump can that happen what's going on here well it did happen i don't i don't know it doesn't really there's probably he, more medical uh did he lift with his balls no i don't think that's what happened he was Shout using them to, as medicine uh, balls. The movie 100 Girls. Very few people have probably seen it, but there's a gentleman in there that uh, the entire movie has weights attached to his, uh, his unit because he thinks it will stretch. Ah, We, we have yeah. different uh, means of stretching. Just call the fellows up. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just you call, just call your, the boys up. Call your best bud. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot simpler. Just attend A&M, go on a walk. Um, Randy, if you don't mind, can you throw up on the screen a little something? We got a new segment. It's called, can you smell what coach sat is cooking? I don't know if you guys follow uh, coach Matt rule, formerly of the Panthers now of Nebraska, but, um, he did the mistake of posting something he was eating on the Twitter, which is the wrong, the wrong place, the wrong platform. And, um, what we have here is some sausage sliced up. Is this a, a, an attempt at jambalaya? And some rice. I, you know what? That's a great question. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. Didn't even I was, think that. I was hoping y'all could shed I, some I light think on that's this. what is being attempted here. Um, I'll tell you who's having a good day is Lincoln Riley. <laughs> He's off the hook for now, <laughs> at least for today. Um, of course, as you guys are both aware, Coach Sat refers to Marcus Satterfield, the OC at Nebraska. And apparently just a, just a real whiz in the kitchen. You know, it's um, I, I kind of feel for Coach Sat because he's not the one who put this on the TL. Like, exactly. He's just like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to serve up some food for, all right, all right, Coach, you know, Coach Rule's coming over. I'm going to, you know, I, I've been cooking some, some jambalaya. I'm going to hook him up a little bit and probably wasn't proud of what he put together, obviously. So he's like, he gives it to him. And then next thing he knows, he's getting absolutely cooked on the TL because his more famous uh, head coach who has a bigger following decided to put him on front street unintentionally. I I feel like there's some self-awareness. I think he was kind of dunking on him and not bragging about it. Ah, uh, maybe, but this I can't say that's it's too I can't even partake in the dunking because I can tell by seeing it a meal I've probably seen slash made for myself many a times. That's like some generic Eckrich right there and oh, a yeah. bowl with some Uncle Ben's ready rice. I don't even know if it's that's, Uncle Ben or if we canceled the Uncle part. I think it's just Ben's ready rice now. Like yeah. that is about as simple as like, oh, I'm I'm cooking for myself in college. 
but uh, leveling up by adding two ingredients. To be clear, this this looks good. This like, looks like an appetizing, you know, little snack or meal. I would eat this. I would definitely record. eat it. However, yes. I would not tell anybody. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> post it to my thousands, millions of followers. This is. Um, I might. This is like I, I'm a bachelor, and it's it's Thursday night. And I had nothing. You know, I have nothing at the crib. And I'll like, oh, I've, I've forgotten I have that box of rice. It's in the pantry. It's been there for a while. You And some sausage. Let me just put something together. You lifted like a couple hours ago, and you forgot to do your like protein immediately after, and that window's shutting. And you're your, just like, I need cows. And your I don't, balls have exploded. Your testicles are gone due to explosion. And I might even like, say this is, I need uh, sustenance. You thought, you thought juice lamb was going to get you through the night. Like you thought, oh, I had a smoothie right after lifting. Uh, you thought that was going to get you, and you really needed something savory and or uh, you know you have a, a quinoa and baked salmon dinner coming up with uh, the wife later on. You're like, yeah, I'm actually going to eat dinner now, <laughs> make something on the side, and then go to dinner. <laughs> this should be your pre-ice skating meal, KJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Pre-tapas for sure. Can I ask, is Matt Roll's hand huge or is this just a tiny bowl? I'm 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 just kind of wondering the size here. I know it's not that important. If you're not, if you guys just go follow Matt Rule on Twitter. At least go, if you don't, if you're not watching at home on YouTube. But I don't know. I, I this this made me laugh because there is just a long line of uh, coaches who have thrown made the mistake of throwing food up on the TL. And and Matt Rule, what he did to Coach Sat is pretty sorry. It would probably end in some sad like statement about the payment of or like the underpaying of GAs and uh, lower level school coaches around the country. But I could get behind a, not a meme account, but like an account that just is for reposting or rating the meals of coaching staffs around the country. Cause you know, there's a pillow in their cinder block walled office and they're heating up whatever they have available in their little snack file cabinet. And this is what they're eating 95% of the time before they go call, you know, some 12-year-old. Baby Gronk. I'm glad that you went the high road. <laughs> oh, is Baby yeah. Gronk an actual, like, is he, is it just a bit or is he a, an actual up-and-coming talent? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You say that with like you like you're sure. I I don't know. I I think he's just like uh, he he knows how to market himself. His dad, his, his dad, his dad is behind it. And I I worry because I know there's a number of kids who grow up who are you know great athletes when they're that age because they they grew quicker than everybody, but then they stop growing. And if you want to be a tight end prospect, if you want to be a uh, baby Gronk, you're gonna have to keep growing. And if this kid just like levels out at five nine. That's just I'm gonna feel really bad for him because that what do you what do you do with the bit? This kid has two hundred eighty five thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, he's only nine. I he's thought nine. Like yeah. I feel like I've heard of this kid for several years. Yeah, and I was assuming like maybe he was approaching freshman year of high school. No, he's nine. He lives in Frisco. Born in twenty twelve. <laughs> God, is he Frisco? <laughs> Like, just turn nine. Yes, Frisco. No. Which he was on the list of attendees for that pro-am. Uh, I don't know who put it on, but it was like Romo, which is a notable person to be at a pro-am, uh, at the Byron or 
at Las Colinas, I don't know, six months or so ago. But in addition to like Alfonso Ribeiro, you could have been paired with Baby Gronk. Man, there's nothing I'd like more than to just play 18 with Baby Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's who you got paired with? I mean, I guess it's fine. Dude, the, the thing about it is, like, if this kid ends up being a le- legitimate like prospect, he's still he's got to shake the whole like Baby Gronk thing that he's grown up with. You know, it's like. I can think of the Sports Illustrated now, like this Baby is a, Gronk, all grown up. It's like a detriment to him in some ways. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm thinking too much about it. Hey, good luck to you, Baby Gronk. <laughs> We're rooting for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BG is what I call him. Right. KJ, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, that's a fantastic question. Because there were seven to eight inches of snow here in Madison and no school closures, so how would I? you ever know? I get it. Um, your boy spent the weekend – digging out the sidewalks and driveways on Saturday. Uh, and then yesterday, just leisurely strolling around Costco, uh, just doing nothing. It was a real chill weekend. That's all I got to say about that. Do, uh, do y'all make a run on the grocery store, uh, <laughs> when there's inclement weather? Because, um, as someone who put in the order for groceries, uh, yesterday, a lot of stuff cleaned out. Very hard to come by. A number of items due to the uh, borderline freezing temps and light, light rain. Are people really if... freaking out over this? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to touch 31. Do you have to ask that? It's going to touch 31 like tomorrow morning. And then, it, it, like, but by 11 o'clock, it's going to be, you know, 39. And be, the worry will be completely over. My wife. We, we don't need to clear out the shelves, guys. It's going to be fine. We're, my wife is officially working from home tomorrow. Got the, we, she got the call, which is huge. Very huge. So people are people are scared about it, you know. Okay. Just being safe, man, looking out for their employees. At this point, you know, uh, I just hope everybody stays safe. That's, you know, I'm going to take the high road here. Thank you. That's really big of you, uh, northern guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, I got a fun fact that's going to blow both of your minds. Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual cost Closer to two hundred dollars. You believe that? Uh, I I do believe that. It, as shockingly high as that sounds, it does make sense when I start to add things up in my head. Yeah, it's a lot. And if you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Shout out to our friends at Rocket Money. The average person has around twelve paid subscriptions. Think about that. Twelve. This happened to me. I didn't realize how many I had. Yeah. I got Rocket Money. It was telling me, "Hey, you're still paying for this one platform you never use." A lot of people have more than they remember having. It's uh, mm-hmm. that's what Rocket Money takes like all the guesswork out of it. It goes out and and finds your subscriptions and is like, hey, are you using this one? Probably not. And sure enough, you're probably not using it, and so you can cancel it. it saves you all kinds of money. It's great. Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill, is a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I get the emails when there's like a uh, transaction that goes through and they don't know what it is, they'll, you know, they'll shoot you an email like, hey, do you, do you, does this look normal to you? You go in and you make sure it is. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on or that free trial you've never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscri- subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money canceling subscriptions. 
as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I'm one of those people, like I said. And you know what? It's about time I go check again because I know, I know there, I have like, I feel like every streaming service right now, and I know I'm not using every one of them. Uh, my wife and I, we ran into the situation where we each had subscriptions to different services when we moved in together. And so we had to figure out which ones we were doubling up on. Uh, and Rocket Money helped us figure out that it was actually quite a few of them. And of course, we got to cancel and save a bunch of money that way too. So very helpful in many different ways. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's rocketmoney.com slash bang. <sighs> Tough one for Josh Johnson yesterday. Uh, yeah. So as someone who was at a bar with a bunch of dudes watching the game, as soon as Purdy went down, we're like, wait, who's behind? Like, who's the we're fourth like, string? Fourth string. And Josh Johnson, and we're like, wait, who's Josh Johnson? <laughs> it sounds like someone that you went to school with and you forgot all about. Dan, to his credit, friend of the show, Dan Register, he guessed uh, San Jose State, and he actually, I think he went to San Diego State. So I was like, Close. dude, that's, I'm impressed that you knew that. Had no clue he'd been in the year for been in the league since 2008. Journeyman, I believe, is the the term. That is the term. 15 year career, 14 San different Diego. teams. So I was watching the game um, also at a bar, except I wasn't with the boys. I was with uh, four little children because we were at Dave and Buster's, and our, our booth was adjacent to the bar. So I did catch a little bit of the game, not all of it. How was Josh Johnson injured? Uh, concussion. Concussion. Shot to the head. Okay. And they were to blame. The Eagles, that is. So then they, they put <laughs> in the third string quarterback again, which of course of course is Purdy, Brock Purdy. Brock, yes. right? That's his first name, Brock? Brock, yes. And uh, he couldn't throw. So having a quarterback that's unable to throw uh, the football puts your team uh, at a significant disadvantage, turns out. Yeah. Um, this went – I kind of expected 49ers and Philly to be like the game. I didn't expect much out of Bengals Chiefs, and I had it backward. Um, I'm not sure if Brock Purdy stays in the game. They they're able to keep up with Philly, but I think it's I don't think it's a laugher, and I don't think it's down to the point to where people on Twitter are like, do we need to just go Wildcat? We run Debo and McCaffrey back there. I saw people actually get like criticizing Shanahan for for not attempting that, as if like. As if like that's like a an, an actual fail safe. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, seeing them dial up these like, you know, halfback pass plays, oh like double reverse, and then there was uh, <laughs> yeah, at one point McCaffrey was throwing the ball deep to like absolutely nobody. It's even tried to like creatively come up with ways to get the ball downfield, and it just wasn't working. It was it was over way too soon. What they should have done is lined up McCaffrey at center. Ooh. <laughs> My, just, uh, just you know, I'm not an OC. <laughs> I'm not known as a guru, but I just feel like that is that is something that could be in play. Like if your entire season depended on it, you might as well go to that play, right? You may, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you may as well put your seventh year running back at center. Um, as a person who's been publicly known as a former Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Uh, I was a fan of the Bucks when Josh Johnson was drafted by them. So I was aware 
I was familiar with his game, if you will. Um, University of San Diego, later to be not known as, but I believe Jim Harbaugh coached there briefly. Brady Hoke also coached there at one point. Uh, I don't know much else about San Diego um, other than those two notes, but I think that it's it's there. They were in a good spot because they had somebody with such an abundance of experience and abundance of experience not only um, with the Niners back in 2020 was briefly there, but also in these like, hey, show up, you ain't got much to work with such situations. He's played in the XFL, he's played in the PFL, whatever that might be, uh, and then been a journeyman as as everyone's already hit on. So. None of that to say like that they had like a shot to be successful, but like they were about as ready as anybody could have been in that situation. I I think that it's worth noting, like had this happened before halftime, things probably do look a little bit different about how they went about it. I thought that the Niners and the Bengals, and we can talk about the Bengals game in a little bit, like there were a lot of calls against the Niners and a lot of penalties by the Niners. And I think that the amount of penalties that was happening by their own defense just distracted them to an uh, like an odd amount. Like so when this happens on offense, like they just lost they lost confidence. There was a point late in the game and and it was it was over by then. I think Eagles had just got a turnover or something like that, but like it wasn't even an upset team of like, you know, fights happen, but it just was they they were dejected, I guess. A lot of give up, a lot of give yeah. up face, which you know they'd never admit. But like, I mean, how could you not? Um, although after that McCaffrey that McCaffrey touchdown, which was objectively sick, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, I was like, you know, kind of all looking around, like, uh oh, got a little something here. Turns out, no, not at all. <laughs> got nothing here. That was that was really bad tackling too. That was I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah, the Eagles are too tough. The Eagles have had a, a nice little, um, uh, not a difficult run to the Super Bowl. Um, well, you know, uh, you the argument would be, well, that's why you play and get the one seed, right? You get your bye, then They've you land, it. then you land the worst team in the playoffs across the board, They've the New York this Giants. Path, correct, sure. But it's also fair to point out that they played the Giants who uh, were, are not a strong football team. I mean, they had a great season. Uh, and then the Niners down to their they, – they used all of their quarterbacks and ended up with one who couldn't throw a pass. So I do think the Eagles are very, very good. But it's, it'll be interesting to see how they, how they perform in the Super Bowl against a, uh, a worthwhile opponent, finally. It would have been, what, the Cowboys? If the Vikings won that game, the Cowboys were the five seed, right? Because yes. they weren't a division winner. So they would have went to the Eagles. So even if you swap that out and then let's say they still play the Niners and everything happens the same, I don't think I'm knocking – like the Cowboys were considerably better than the Giants, but like I don't know that that would have like validated it. I, I think it just is what it is. Uh, if they beat Kansas City, I don't think anybody asks any questions about how bad Daniel Jones was. Yeah, and the, the Patriots built uh... – the greatest dynasty of all time uh, on this premise, on like this taking this road, beating up on like a weak division, and then just kind of cakewalking many times to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. B 
being healthy enough to cakewalk because your division was so bad. That's right. <laughs> so bad. That's, yeah. that's I think the the underrated part. Like we talk about the the Niners because their quarterbacks have been hurt. Other than that, like they've been relatively actually that's that's not fair to say. The first quarter of the season they were pretty banged up, but they were relatively healthy for like three quarters of the season. The Cowboys had a lot of injuries in a lot of different places. Even the Chiefs, you can look at and say, like, yeah, they lost all of their re- their receivers in that last game. They've had a running back out all year, but they've had a lot of healthy pieces in a lot of healthy places. The Eagles, they've had a couple big defensive line injuries, and other than that, they've continued to check the box. So, I don't know. I, I'm going to continue my apology tour to Nick Sirianni for another two weeks. After that, he's on his own. Well, let me say – We've got ourselves quite the predicament here because we've got classic battle, Mahomes family versus Eagles fans. Who you got? Because you're gonna have to root for somebody. And I don't I don't know where you stand on the on the uh Jackson Mahomes TikTok stuff um versus just uh, it's not just Jackson. Underlying shit housery from Eagles fans, <laughs> which I respect. It's not just him. It's the screeching. It is a loud scream. The screeching of his wife. <laughs> that's like, oh, that when the, they're just they're in look they're insufferable. Is it enough to make you root against Pat Mahomes? Because it's not for me. Because I like I like Pat. I Mahomes. love watching Pat Mahomes play football. He's yeah. obviously he has a gift. Uh, I do like him less because of the company he keeps. And I'm sorry to say that I like him less. I don't dislike him. I just like him less. Okay. And I think a lot of people, so, if they're being fair about the situation, will agree with what I'm saying. Is it so bad that you wish his wife was named something different? Because I struggle <laughs> to acknowledge her as Brittany Mahomes Brittany, just because I don't want to act like yeah. I'm even approaching talking shit. Even spelled the same way. Uh, yeah. No, no. it's That's just, I don't know. <laughs> why do they have to yell so much? They're excited. <laughs> they, got the, they got the baby goat in the fam. Why not? Stop. Yeah. Oh, Stop. What? Stop defending. Man. You can't. I'm not. This isn't the real you. I am. Yes, it is. Uh, the other side of the coin, you mentioned Eagles fans. As long as their ire is not directed at me, I, I, I can like, I'm from the periphery. I can like kind of appreciate it. Like what what that what that Philly fan did to uh, Joey Bosa before the Niners game. Uh, I enjoyed that. You know, I, you know, not having a dog in the fight. That was fun. So I was I was adamantly rooting against the Eagles in that game. And when I saw that video, I was like, oh, man, there, here we go. Some freaking idiot Eagles fan. And then I watched the video and I kind of love that. You sided, sided with the I, Eagles. I fan, did. I you? sided with him with just the most Philly accent you can ever have. Just going after there's a list of people you don't really like approach with the camera and talk shit to. And the Bosa brothers are on that list. If you can get someone like a famous wealthy person to play the, well, I'm rich and you're not card. You've, you've won. Yeah. <laughs> you have owned that person mentally. It's done. And you brought out uh, that when someone plays that card, it's such a bad look, by the way, such a bad look. I, I don't, I have nothing to say to defend myself here. So I'm just going to go to the, the lowest hanging fruit. I'm a successful person, and I'm assuming you're not. You're probably a scumbag Philly fan, which he probably I mean, he, he is. Facts. But the guy had a great response he, because Bosa, he called it, he said, like, 
something about him being fined or whatever. And and Bosa was like, well, yeah, at least I can afford it. And the guy said, so can I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know what that guy I'm does. Sh- he just no, assumes that he's poor. No getting around it. Yeah. I missed the the clip. So uh, this entire time, had you not said it was a guy, I thought you were talking about Dr. Jill Biden was the one like trying to roast Joey Bosa the whole time. No, and no, no. I would no. have loved to see how that went. No, the Bosa brothers were trying to get into the Goodell suite to see if there were any confidential docs. Bosa. <laughs> Bosa. It's so annoying. That dude's so hammered. Like, oh, I love it. He's just there to support his brother. Like, You know what's what annoying? Mean, that shit would never happen at a Cowboy game. There's no Cowboy fan that's going to that game that's going to drunkenly approach a Bosa brother. Oh, no, they're getting selfies with no. him. In the 300 or 400 levels, maybe. In the standing maybe. room only terraces, maybe. No. But nothing in the 100 or 200 or whatever you call the field level suite. Yeah, some guy wearing a, a Vineyard Vines vest isn't going to go up to the Bosa brother. <laughs> Bosa. Do you think that's a do you think that's a a good move though supporting your brother rocking the your brother's jersey? Yeah, why not? I'm not saying I, I respect yeah. it. I, I think it's a cool move. I think it's important to support your brother. Yeah. Like, I'd stop short of life, like the custom we? jersey like uh that parents do. The like stitched jersey or Bosa's mom, like I don't, I don't love all that. But is it too look at me? Rocking your brother's gear, I, I do oh. like that. Is it too look at me? No, I I think it's pretty cool. Like it's a ridiculous. Like we've talked about in the past with uh, the Ball brothers, as like obnoxious as that family was, like it's undeniable to be like it was pretty cool that they had two. They have two reasonably star level players in the NBA and like almost had one like on a roster. Like that's an, an absurd achievement. LeVar ball like, was so obnoxious that it, it made everyone want the ball brothers to fail. Yeah. Like I want these guys to like just flame out of the NBA. That way we can go back to roasting LeVar ball. It turns out like they're both really fucking good. And there's a third one that might <laughs> even be good too. I don't even know. Um, yeah. And so like the hate for LeVar ball kind of just like, Slowly went away a little bit. I stopped hating him when I got my first pair of big baller brand shoes. Right. And ever since then, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking with this guy heavy. It seems like we're off track, but I do think it's worth noting that, like, this is a prime example to show you, like, that's how far the Ball brothers and, you know, I guess Steph Curry and them have, Steph Curry and Seth Curry, they've passed the threshold. And I don't think enough people hate uh, Aisha Curry to the degree that, like, we talk about Brittany or LeVar. But, like, that shows you how far the Bar brothers have to go for people to be like, okay, we can deal with his dad because they're so good. Because, undeniably, people will deal with Patrick Mahomes regardless. Have you seen any of the, any of the clips of uh, Patty Mahomes Sr. after the game? Yeah. This with the is a, cigar? With the cigar. I feel like this is the most um, in the public guy he's been and while, in recent years. Well, he's not uh, shown drinking anything. He's one one might uh, assume, presume that he had a little bit to drink, too. He said he was smoking on that burrow pack. Yeah. <laughs> Break that down, Dylan. Hey, first of all, back to the Bosa thing. No, no, no. If you play the I'm Rich card, that's, that's the equivalent of someone on Twitter being like, oh, bro, you only have like 12 followers. Like, like yeah. that means what they have to say doesn't mean anything. Like, oh, shut up. Um, anyway, Bot. the Burrow Pack. Yeah, we, <laughs> you didn't have to go back. Smoking on the Burrow Pack. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, yeah, they're smoking on the Burrow Pack, though. Unfortunately. Burrowhead. Burrowhead. Um, the Bengals-Chiefs game, did either of you, like, 
you said you were rooting for the Chiefs. Is that what you said, David? Um, or did you have a preference? If no, we wanted? Only, I don't. Not betting, betting aside, but like, did you have a preference? No, I didn't. I was, I was root. The only team I actually rooted for was the 49ers in the uh, championship round. But uh, I like, I like the Bengals. I'm trying to like. With my my problem is like I'm like all right do I root for the Bengals but like I'm kind of annoyed by like Burrow stands of which my mm-hmm. wife might be probably <laughs> all of our wives or 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 like do, you know I'm weighing that against the the Mahomes family and I know that's not a healthy way I was just hoping home, both teams had fun pers- personally and it looks like they didn't I didn't truly care who won I probably would have liked to see Cincinnati win but it didn't really matter to me too much after philly took the win i i was started to think more like all right who can actually beat the eagles in the super bowl like that was kind of my yeah okay my thing you think so. the Chiefs are, are better equipped to beat the eagles than cincinnati uh, i think they probably are if mahomes is healthy yeah he's got two weeks right so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to say like what is the clear-cut answer to what beats the Eagles, I feel like anybody, not anybody that can stop because it would have been done by now, but like limiting Travis Kelsey is an absolute must if you were going to find a team that could compete with the Chiefs on a high level. Like, So I don't know what that would have looked like going into this week. But for the Eagles, I guess what? They lost to the Cowboys and they lost a random game in there. Like maybe the Texans? Wasn't they, it like a huge upset they that they skated had? By the tech. They barely beat the Texans. Okay, much, yeah, much they like came the back Cowboys. and then beat them at the end. Yeah. Um, regarding, I guess, the quarterbacks, I feel like I found myself like more rooting for a team or pulling for a team based on their coaches. And I think Andy Reid's so likable that I was, I'm, you know, pull for the Chiefs for that reason. Zach Taylor is continuously trying to like morph his face into John Gruden's. Like, <laughs> is he trying to, to do that? that I, I don't know what's going on, but like, I feel like he was one of the hot young coaches on the scene a couple years ago. And, Maybe it was just the cold weather, but he's looking rough after just like three years of being a head coach. It's a Whereas like Shanahan, game. everyone's pointed out the Kendall Roy comparisons, and I think it just continues to look like that. The worse the game goes on, he's just less and less animated and just more and more simmering. Um, yeah, the, the quarterback part, like I know my wife went to Texas Tech, so I would assume she's a Pat Mahomes fan. I, I don't know about being a Joe Burrow stand. I'd probably be more, more worried about like Jalen Hurts in this household, but who knows? Okay. <laughs> where, does Sirianni, <laughs> where does Sirianni fall? I heard you. Where does Sirianni fall? On your, on your Again, hateability I, list of coaches. He's one of the most punchable faces in the NFL, I feel like. He's so but, perfectly Philly, isn't he? Absolutely. The, the, the slow shot he, of his like exaggerated head nod. <laughs> My God, dude, just just pull out a, a battery and throw it at like someone in the stands. Like, it's, yeah, wrap it in snow. Yeah, just wing it at the playmaker. <laughs> Cheers, the playmakers being carted off. Yeah, like he was probably in the stands that day. <laughs> I'm I'm not one to profile, but I might like make sure I'm fully boxing him out while I'm punching in my pin number. Uh, yes, checking out at the grocery store or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Do y'all ever? I don't, of I don't all know. The coaches. I don't know if y'all's. Uh, this is a hard pivot. I'm sorry. Do y'all's gyms? I know Dylan, yours does. You go to the same gym as me. Yeah. But you got the the combo lock, and then like you you punch in the four, you know, the four number combo, and then 
you can spin it to where you know you yeah. lock it, then you spin it so it's mm-hmm. not somebody can't just come pop it open. What's the etiquette for like? Do you ever like when somebody is like ne- right next to you and you and you punch it in? Like, do you ever worry that they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, do- hey, do- don't mind me." Like, uh, or you know, like if you 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 wonder like, okay, is this guy gonna get offended if I like? spin it a bunch to like get the numbers off like <laughs> you put, or you, you block it up yeah you kind of like <laughs> you kind of wait till they get out of there no i, I just cup yeah. it on both sides and you're just trying to sneak in there and tap the numbers i'm so paranoid when i leave the gym and i close the locker i will spin it so people won't like look at the number i left in there and then remember me the next time okay that dude his code is blah 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 and then they'll come use my code yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm spinning that shit yeah Okay, that was that was a really weird pivot, and that's my fault. Just like my my rims outside, they always spin it. Dude, I got back from lunch and saw that they were literally spinning. Yeah, well, they they don't stop. That's crazy. Do you have like a motor, like a solar panel or something? That no, like, they just it's just they just glide. Dude, just momentum. Yeah, it's like the Earth's core. Yeah. Do I pull up to a stoplight? I just looks like I'm still sliding. <laughs> KJ, you got anything on that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Okay. I was just trying to avoid taking it to Latrell Sprewell, choking out uh, what you call it, but I guess I said PJ Carlissimo. There you go. Um, I do want to talk. Uh, I guess do we have to talk Osai, Joseph Osai, or the penalties? In I was, the yeah, I want to. Game? I wanted to open up the yeah. floor for Dylan because you know Dylan's been. Yeah, taking yeah. This I forgot hard. he's a, he's a he's a Longhorn. Go ahead. Um, dude made a, a huge mistake. That was clearly the right call. And 15 yards like that, probably they probably go to overtime without that. Probably, I mean, it's not, it's not a sure thing. Eight seconds left, right? Eight seconds left. So it you w- have to, your next play basically has to get you into range. It would have been like 55 ish, I think. And, and if, if you saw the look, it looks like McPherson got all of it and cleared it by only five, six yards. So it definitely was a major factor in the game. I felt like a gut punch. I mean, that kid, he went to Texas. So, like, I, and I watched him play in college. And it, by all accounts, a great dude. He's 22 years old. He played his ass off. He had an excellent game minus that last play. I felt fucking crushed for the guy. He's on the sideline, just head buried. Tears are, are going. They kept showing him. They kept going back to him. Yeah, I, 22 unnecessary. years old. Yeah. And he makes a mistake that big. On that stage, cost, likely costing his team a shot at going to the Super Bowl. Um, a lot of things have to go right for them to, you know. Yeah, it wasn't a sure thing. And, no. and, and there's also the argument that's like, it's more than just the one play. Like, every play in the game led up to that one moment, and all the everyone on the team had a factor in getting to that one moment. So there's, there's that whole aspect of it, which is valid and all that. You got to feel for the kid. And it was really cool to see. I got to shout out BJ Hill, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He, um, you know, of course, reporters go up to, you know, Osai in the locker room afterward and ask him about the play. And BJ Hill, it looked like his his bodyguard. He was standing next to him and was like, anytime a reporter would ask a question, he'd be like, he, was, he would either give him like a nod of approval, like, okay, that one's okay. That if someone asked like about that play or how he felt or letting his teammates down, he would be like, "Nah, man, you can't ask that." Like he was like sticking up for him. That shit's cool. And to see his teammates support him, I know that not all of his teammates did. Um, dude, last name Pratt, a, lo- a linebacker on the team, I think, mm-hmm. was who's, who's 
he, I think he saw – or go ahead, I'm sorry. He was recorded saying something going into the locker room, like how can you touch a quarterback man or something like that. But that's just a – Heat of the moment. Yeah, heat of the moment Raw situation. motion. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. But um, it has been cool to see support, not from just his teammates, but people uh, around, you know, social media, like speaking up for him. And even Michael Parsons was like talking about how the comment by Pratt was lame or whatever. That's cool to see. I just, I still okay. just feel terrible for the kid. Mike, man, Mike is, he gets out there on Twitter. <laughs> he does. He will live tweet he, a game, won't he? He might say I, a little too much. I kind of, I, I love it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, man. Did you like, see what he said to Lane Johnson yesterday? No. You know who Lane Johnson is? What did he say? Left tackle. Uh, for, lineman from the Eagles, right? Yeah, left tackle for Philly. Uh, he said, go out and win one for the division. <laughs> hate it i don't know that, that didn't i tried happen. to clip that like and that. tag zach in it but no. i accidentally quote tweeted the tweet with the tweet and i was like you know what i failed don't just like cancel it. Just gave up. <laughs> um okay the the great debate in my uh one of my group texts was we had two people saying you know it was the right call but you can't you can't make that call at that point in the game wrong which wrong. i could not disagree with especially more. when that quarterback is patrick mahomes See that should have been wait. Josh Johnson, and I think yeah, the, like, sever- no, the I think the obviousness of the penalty, you have to call it. What sucked in the moment for for, in my opinion, was like it looked like a Torres knee at the yeah, mo- like he yeah, at the very same time. I was like, oh, this is bad on both yeah, sides. He like, hyperextended when he was trying to plant and stop his stop his momentum. But my my point is like that that is a like by the book that is a penalty, but there are. Quarterbacks who are definitely getting that call over other quarterbacks. Tom Brady's getting that call 100% of the time. Probably Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, if it's Brock Purdy or Josh Johnson, should get that call, but maybe it's not so, you know, clear. I don't know. Agree. You what did we miss? Got to take care of your superstars. Um, Parting thoughts I would only on these say games? On Pratt, uh, the comment by Pratt, I, there was, as the online uh, noise started, he did respond or post on Instagram somewhere. Maybe he's made something more public since, but basically walking back his, his comment, you know, claiming heat in the moment, but also saying, I stand by my guy, you know, we win together, we lose together, accepting it as a team situation and not faulting him directly. So he's at least acknowledged it, but I will file that slightly below the Packers guy that shoved the trainer and then like apologized a hundred times afterwards. Um, who do we feel um uh, I, I I guess the answer is neither, so I won't put us in this position, but like this is the just kind of how the sport is built. Like I think about I my brain went to the kicker of the of Ohio State. Like all the pressure that was on him mm. and they lose the game because of that missed kick. And that was directly related to the loss, not necessarily the only reason, but directly related to the outcome. Um and that's just kind of how we set up the chips. So Unfortunate, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough because I don't know. I don't know if he was even trying to hit him or just kind of like natural bracing himself for – it's just – It's hard to say. Hard to say. It's really hard to say. A million things could have been different if there were people on the sideline closer to where Pat Mahomes was entering the the boundary. It may have not been as evident of how late it was. It probably still gets called. If there's somebody closer to a side, a side to where it's clear that he got shoved, it may not get called. Like so many things had to happen the way that it played out, but 
is what it is. In the post-game interview in the locker room, he tried to explain himself um, during that same interview, I think, that B.J. Hill was sticking mm-hmm. up for him. He said that he was trying to reverse his momentum to get him going backward, and in effect, of course, keeping the clock running. It's like a split second, like, oh, maybe I could do this. Oh, so, reach out, grab him, yeah, see if he can try yeah, pull. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's his explanation. I don't know how much, you know, merit there is to that. One of those that. doing too much things, like doing it works too in your much, head, but it, things it, just move so fast. It's just a shitty situation. Got to feel for yeah. the guy. Mm. Okay. Um, hey, want to give a shout out to our good friends at Rollback. Oh, yeah. Use code BACKER20. Get 20% off your first order. Polos, workout shirts, joggers. Uh, QZs. QZs. I've, oh, I think hoodies. I've got every QZ they've ever made. Their, their hoodies are, okay, if you want to wear your, the hoodie out to the bar, you can do that. But also, they're great for working out in. I've been doing cardio in these things. Get a little wow. extra little sweat in at the gym. Yeah. Love them. It's a great gym hoodie. It's they're very They're soft and stretchy. Yep. They're excellent. Shout out to them. Roll back. Use code BACKER20. Did you guys see the Jones bomb that dropped yesterday? <laughs> Kellen Moore. Mm. He gone. He gone. Why do we do that? I know why we do it. You don't have to answer that. But We being the Dallas Cowboys. Is it because, we being the Cowboys. Is, it, is this because he lined up Zeke at center? I, <laughs> no, I think this is, this is um, we got to do something. And uh, it's make or break time for Mike McCarthy, as he is now going to be calling plays. Uh, don't know who they're going to hire to fill into that OC role, but um, yeah, it's it's essentially, I'd say Super Bowl, maybe NFC Championship game or bust for McCarthy because Dan Quinn's coming back for some reason, probably because he doesn't want to go fuck around in Denver, which I completely understand, not wanting anything to do with that mess. Do you think there's a? We kind of talked a bit about this before we started recording. Is there like a, an understanding between Dan Quinn and Jerry that like? We're going to give you the keys after next season, and that's why he's sticking around. Yes, okay. has to be. He knows. He's I, smart I, enough to know. I imagine there's that. that. I'm sorry, I mean to talk over you that like that. I imagine there's that. There's also you look at it, and you've got a top five player in the NFL, defensive player in the NFL for sure. Where you're at, um, that doesn't mean you'll take less money to continue to be his coach, but at least you know you've got that going for you. And I think there's probably more to the first part of what Dave was saying as far as you don't want to go to Denver or extending that on to Carolina, to all the other jobs that are open that are completely, I'm blanking on, I guess Carolina was filled, but I, I assume that he said no before they hired my uh, Frank Reich um, to Indy or whatever. Um, and I wonder how much of it is also projection of, okay, I don't care for this year's slate of teams. Didn't care for last year's slate of teams on the terms that they were available. I think looking back, maybe Jacksonville was their best shot, but I think Doug Peterson was hired before the end of the year because Urban had been gone so long. Um, We're probably not that far away from Patriots, potentially the Cowboys, the Saints coming back up. Like they're probably the. Seahawks probably being an option at some point soon because mm-hmm. you know, uh, what you call it, two job. years old. <laughs> like, I wonder how much of it's also projection of like, I don't, I don't want these teams with these these rosters, but maybe I also more interested in franchises that are a year or two away from being available, and you know, 
if he's getting paid to sit, then uh, kudos to him. Uh, one other tidbit in coaching news. It looks like D'Amico Ryan's to the Texans is Good. happening. Is happening. Okay. Nothing Former, from the team yet, but I'm seeing my sources, uh, meaning I typed in D'Amico Ryan's onto Twitter. Um, and it looks like, yeah, that's, that's happening. So it might, this it might be the best, the best thing the Texans have done in a long, long, long time, other than fire Jack Easterby. <laughs> Former, uh, Texans draft pick, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Indeed. And I mean, I didn't play in the game. I was on the sideline, but technically D'Amico and I played against one another in the cotton bowl 2005. So, I mean, I saw him absolutely dominate in person. I can say that much. <laughs> yeah. People are still talking about your performance. Elevated position of standing on the bench with no shoulder pads on. I observed his greatness. <laughs> All right. You guys want to party real quick and get out of here? Let's do it. It's part of the podcast where we talk about some other stuff and we party at the same time. <laughs> Did you guys peep any of the uh, Pat Reed ball controversy? KJ? Doesn't look like it. I saw that Shambly did a deep dive. I have not cracked the cover of this uh, expose. Please. Uh, it's his tee shot right off of the tee. Um, can't find it. Hey, when that happens. It, it happens to all of us. It's in a palm tree, allegedly. Um, and he, with the help of uh, multiple officials, spots the ball way up there. Says, I see the marking. That's my ball. If they're using binoculars, cameras, and all that. Um, if you want to really break down the film, it looks like it went into a different tree. It doesn't look like it went into that tree. Now he was cleared by officials. He was uh, to Pat Reed's credit. He, you know, he went by the book. He didn't try. What would have happened was had he, it would have played it as a lost ball, gone and reteed. Instead, he got to just drop right there, unplayable. So it did benefit him in theory. But, but the real story here is that Pat Reed is involved in another controversy, ruling controversy. Controversy. Yeah. I know it's always something. But it, always and something. it is, to, you know, it, I don't know. It is funny that, like, I mean, they're breaking it down like it's the goddamn Zapruder film. You see the football, <laughs> or not football, the Golf Facts uh, Twitter account that's definitely not run by his wife talking about how Liv is, like, the future of golf and it's so much better. And Yeah, I get a kick out of that account. It, it responds to our friends at uh, No Laying Up quite often, and I'm always like, wow, I can't believe this is a real thing that's happening. It's still happening. Um, real quick, can I actually... Let's do our next two stories, and then I'll wage a quick complaint. Go on. No, real quick, I don't know if you saw the uh, potentially the most destructive Reddit thread in NBA history over the weekend. Oh, yes. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, when somebody, some somebody, I guess a Grizzlies fan, um, noticed like, hey, um, I think our scorekeeper's padding his stats, his blocks, his rebounds and steals maybe. Um and it just got people speculating and then going back and finding tape and like being like, that was definitely not his rebound. You know, I think it's been disproven, but the theory going for a long time on Saturday was this. there might be some foul play here. Maybe somebody's some um, home cooking some home cooking. I don't know. Maybe some gambling involved. Cause you pad the stats for somebody. Let's say you, you do like a, a prop bet. Sure. Who knows? Sure. Love that. I After think deeper dives by, Twitter people, it looks like three of his 66 blocks were uh, deemed, in, you know, maybe labeled incorrectly. 
yeah. according to Kevin O'Connor um, on Twitter. But it's still wild, and I wonder how many of these we may have missed in the past. Like, nobody's going to the Jazz games. Like, do we know Rudy Gobert has had 20 rebounds every game? Uh, yeah. It happens all the time in baseball. I mean, any game where you have, you know what I mean? Like, something, an error, whatever. Oh, yeah. Where it's all. rolled off field or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw, saw Pat Bev and LeBron were both on one. Uh, Celtics, Lakers. LeBron definitely got fouled. Um, yeah. Tie game. And he got hacked. <laughs> like, it was pretty obvious. But not only did he get fouled, but... Um, Atlanta Braves tomahawk chopped. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he, and then he found... Apparently, he found out the worst news of his life as he just put his head down. And, I mean, you you would have thought, like, he this just like lost game, game seven. seven. Yeah, this is like game seven NBA Finals, right? It was still going to overtime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, got, the Lakers stink, baby. He's got a lot going for him. He's got yeah. a beautiful family. He's, He's LeBron. Can I put a on-the-fly request? Uh, not on-the-fly to be done quickly, but just a request to Randy. If we can do a side-by-side of uh, what is his name from Tropic Thunder. It's the main guy's name. I can't think of his name. Robert Downey Jr.? No, the other one. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller uh-huh. crying uh, in Tropic Thunder side-by-side with uh, – LeBron falling to his knees. I think there's <laughs> there's something there. Just the dramatic platoon fall to your knees. Look, like, come on, man. To make things, um, to make things better, you got Pat Bev goes and gets a, a sideline photographer. <laughs> goes and gets a photographer's camera and goes and shows it to the official. That was hilarious. He got teed up. Honestly, the best thing he's done. <laughs> like, look, it's right here. I mean, it's, you it's know, the photographer good. had to have said, like, hey, I've got it right here. Like, he didn't go around asking. Did y'all see that? Well, actually. He probably did go around asking. Did anybody see that? Good, yeah, because, yeah, who's, which photographer did he get that from, by the way? They've all done, like, the, the point to the screen. Like, look, you missed the call. But to actually, like, mm-hmm. put it in their face, like, make them watch it, that shit was hilarious. That guy probably lost his credentials. Poor guy. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick protest here. Um, I will offer uh, an out here, but uh, Patrick Reed needs to be full-blown Patrick Reed. He can't be Pat Reed. We cannot make that cool or abbreviated going forward. And I think Pat Beverly, which we all agree can be called Pat Bev, is why we shortened it to Pat Reed. But I won't stand for that. Although you, know you said reteed in a golf context. And I think I kind of want to use that for retweeted now. I think reteed sounds tight. Dan, KJ's <laughs> put that on the run of that. KJ's got some <laughs> new bits. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. Pat Reed is not a thing that people say. I think it. I absolutely happened to glance down at Pat Bev and just said Pat Reed for some reason. I, I know. And then Dylan repeated you like it got contagious. I was like, we will not be the Pat Pat Reed uh, pod. <laughs> I regret the error. That's all me. That's all me. Yeah. Uh, that concludes our sports party. Dylan, is it time to run it back? Let's run it back. Of course, this is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Dave, regrettably, will not have many ops to play pond hockey moving forward. Another ba- brief. Baby- did I say ops? You did say ops. <laughs> Baby Gronk has a long way to go and develop before he becomes a legit football prospect. You know, because he's nine. I tried to do a little Norman. No, it's ain't even exploded yet. He's nine. I don't think it played. No, it was good. Dave is no OC, but he thinks the Niners should have lined up McCaffrey at center after both quarterbacks went down. I wish I had tweeted that. 
Somebody get somebody thought game. of that. Damn it. Dave stopped hating LeVar Ball when he got his first pair of big baller brand shoes. <laughs> Latrell Sprewell once choked coach PJ Carlissimo. That is fact. Who makes more Twitter content, Micah Parsons or producer Micah? Well, he's semi-retired. It's true. Micah's more active these days. <laughs> KJ and D'Amico Ryans wore football uniforms for the same game one time. Only one of them saw meaningful snaps. We'll let you guess. I respect which, that. We'll let you All guess accurate. which one it was. <laughs> mm. And finally, KJ has a new term for a retweet that you're going to want to hear. And that concludes Stick running. Stick around back. for the credits. Man. Okay. Fun episode, guys. Fun one. Uh, we will be back next Monday. Super Bowl, week of the Super Bowl. We do have a live stream. We are doing a big game Super Bowl live stream. I don't know what night. Uh, probably not the night of. Definitely not the night of, but we will keep you posted. That show sucked, by the way. The night of? Yeah. Started out real strong, too. Started out real Great first episode. And then it just <laughs> then it just got into weird territory. Yeah. And feet. Yeah. And feet. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, let's get out of here. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.